0: You know, Ashraf, I I, um, kind of followed the ceremony from a distance, and um, I registered quite widespread consternation from both senior clients in the industry and lots of creative people um, at the ongoing influence of of, um, particularly Middle East work. I would say quite questionable Middle East work as well Mm -hmm. um, on the Lurries. And I just wonder... I know that uh, you know Andrew Human and his Lurie's board have um, have been on this tremendous drive to expand the Lurries across Africa, um, and this expansion is, uh, is, is is has gone through now to the Middle East. Which I don't see I don't see the relevance of the Middle East as a as a region in our market. It's a country that's eight thousand kilometres away from us. It's not a BRICS country. We have don't have a significant commercial relationship or trading relationship with them. India is 8,000 kilometers away. Why don't we open the Lurries up to India? It, it's nonsensical to me. I understand that um, we feel we should have an influence in Africa, although I think that the accusation that we are arrogant South Africans, that we think that we should be holding the festival for Africa and that, Afri- that African countries must come to us to have their creativity judged is, is, is questionable as well. And I also think that the Luries board is making the presumption that our house is in order, that we've developed our own creative voice and cultural nuance significantly enough to have the confidence that we can open our festival up to international markets. Now, obviously, Andrew Heumann is going to come back and say, oh, well, we've been doing this for a long time. This is no surprise. But I think that what the Lurie's board are guilty of at the moment is not evolving their view not being in touch with the zeitgeist of South Africa as a country at the moment, which is intensely locally focused, Mm -hmm. which is intensely concerned with finding our own voice and our own cultural resonance. And I think that if they're missing that, if they're failing to see that, then maybe we 've got the wrong people in charge
1: okay and, and let, let, let's let's let 's then confirm i mean so there was a period maybe years ago where the Luries was strictly south african uh, and and certainly in the last few years it's sort of increasingly grown taking in pockets of of uh, African, uh, you know, contribution and and the Middle East that you refer to, right? Uh, Yes. And you've been obviously closer to home, you're away now. Uh, What was the rationale behind it, that that we need to be, what, as broad as possible uh, to be seen as this mighty, uh, you know, judging uh, of an industry that is so big the footprint stretches from, in this case, Cape to Cairo and beyond Cairo?
0: You know, we, we suffer from um, a post-colonial hangover in South Africa, and and Africa, for that instance, and, and and in many international markets and in many marketing regional regional marketing structures, Africa is lumped together with the Middle East and sometimes Europe. So I think that that's where the Lurie Awards get that commercial relationship from. Quite frankly, I object to that. I object to the fact that we have to live under post-colonial demarcations. Why are we lumped in with the Middle East? The Middle East has no connection whatsoever to our region. Um, So I would rather we move the other way from that. I would rather we develop African and South African independence. Mm -hmm. Um, And to be honest, to be honest with you, Ashraf, if you read the statement um, that the Lurie Awards has released, which presumably was very hastily written because their grasp of geography is tenuous and i'll read you some of the statements that come out of that all right Um, this this is from justin gomes the luries has evolved to recognize excellence in creativity from the entire african continent including the middle east Mm -hmm. so justin who by the way went to a very good school seems to think that the middle east is part of africa (laughs) This is from Pepe Mare. It is a reminder for us as business owners to take a serious step in taking Africa seriously, not just as a business opportunity, but as a new creative frontier. Once again, Pepe uh, makes the huge error in our industry of lumping Africa as a separate place from South Africa. South Africa, by the way, is part of Africa, Pepe, Mm. for your knowledge. Um, And also, once again, lumps the Middle East in with Africa as a region, the Middle East is a separate continent. As I said, nearly 7,800 kilometres away from South Africa. So I think that in their press statement, in the in the release that went out on Friday, they've singularly failed to address the issue of why the Middle East is involved in the Luria wars.
1: Let's just talk with the geography, the uh, the geography, geography rather for the moment. Right? Okay. So so you would be against the Middle East currently being included in, uh, in 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 an african award in fact if i can hear what you said initially you even said that for us to assume the mantle of being custodians for africa that that is also very arrogant that then it probably needs to have a renaming of a of a different continental awards whatever that may be called and south africa and many other regions of you know east and and west and north africa would be part of that movement but it can't be the louis then right
0: well, you know, I think that the Lurie's has a place in rewarding African creativity. But I, I have had a number of creative directors from Nairobi, from Mozambique, reaching out to me today to, to say that they don't feel that the judging panels at the Lurie's are able to assess the relevance and cultural nuances of African campaigns. So unless Andrew is going to import 54 judges from 54 African countries, in order to assess that relevance, I think it's, very going to, it's going to be very tough for us to fairly judge African work in the, 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 the Lurie's um, scenario as it stands at the moment. But I don't have a significant problem with the Lurie's trying to move up into Africa. I think that Africa is a region of influence that is, that is of considerable importance for South African agencies, and I think that it's up to the Lurie's to try and address that. So, you know, I kind of admire the way they've done that, but I think it's a very complex issue. The Middle East, however, which is, is by the way, a region where agencies traditionally draw on um, expats from all over the world. Um, so, you know, I don't think you're even even dealing with a market that's, that's particularly similar to ours, that has any relationship to ours whatsoever. And, in fact, we invited um, a, a, a judge from the Middle East, um, to come and be chairperson of our awards this year, uh, a guy called Fadi Yaish. And, you know, if you Google him, he has a questionable reputation in his own market. Um, my information is that he was um, banned from his own awards for scam work, for presenting work um, um, in awards shows that wasn't approved by clients, and, um, And and, and this is a guy, he had three campaigns withdrawn from the Lurie's this year because of ineligible entry qualifications. And this is the kind of person we're inviting to come and chair our own awards show. It's an absolute disgrace.
1: Why why do you think then the Lurie's organizers would do that? Clearly, anybody would tell you they have a reputation to protect as well. They would have to protect from, in this case, skeptics like yourself and maybe anybody else listening right now. Why do you think they would even go so far as to do that.
0: I would say ignorance, you know. I think that we must understand that the Lurie's press statement that went uh, that, that that went out this afternoon um, had three people who made statements on it. They were all white, they were all male, and they were singularly unrepresentative of our industry. So if that's who Andrew Human thinks he can put in a press release to, to, to represent the views of a transforming South African industry, then I think that we must quest, question his credentials as chairperson of the Lurie's.
1: All right. The the second part, and related to, you know, one is the geography. The second part is, I think, and I'm quoting your tweets now, I think the South African air industry should demand to see the final round Lurie's scores before they were interfered with just saying. That suggests something completely different. Tell me about that.
0: Yes. Okay. So my my understanding, and this comes from Andrew Human himself, is at the end of the judging process, Andrew Human sits down with the international chairs and looks at the work that needs to be awarded Gold and Grand Prix and gives his opinion. Now his opinion, whether valuable or not, let's consider the fact that this guy's never worked in our industry. He doesn't he's not qualified to have a creative opinion. He has he has been chosen to run the Lurie Awards as an organization yet he gets involved at the end of the process and he makes calls on the work that's going to win I think that that's wrong and, and I think that we need to look at that I mean I think we need to call for the audited scores from the Lurie's this year you know I had a friend at Geometry Global in Dubai he entered eight pieces of work into the Lurie's all eight pieces won he had a hundred percent conversion record so I would like to go on record as suggesting that 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 the amount of Middle East work that won this year is extremely questionable and I think as an industry we need to look at that we need to look at those final scores because I know scores get moved up and down and I accept that that happens i think sometimes the inclination of judging panels is to score work very low
1: mm-hmm. so what
0: andrew and his chair people or his chair people sometimes uh, find themselves doing is sitting with a whole bunch of low scores that they have to move up into gold and silver i acknowledge that that can happen what i don't acknowledge is andrew human's ability to make those calls to make creative calls a guy who hasn't even got one day's experience in this industry deciding what's going to win at our festival
1: obviously the the allegations uh, that you that you're making i mean would you call them allegations or would you say they're fact based upon what you know
0: no, I'm just saying I think that these are questions that the Lurie's and the Lurie's board needs to answer. And these are, you know, Ashraf, the reason I'm taking up this clarion call is there are a whole bunch of people in our industry who are saying the same thing as me. But they are too scared at the moment because senior people in the industry have obviously come out in support of the Lurie's as a body and the creative circle as a body. So I've got a whole bunch of people contacting me on Facebook Messenger, on WhatsApp, calling me personally saying... Chris, please, carry on with this. Carry on talking about this, because this is a big issue for us. And I think that this issue is linked with transformation as well. I think that we're not sufficiently transformed as an industry. I don't think we've, we've developed our own voice. I don't think that um, we, we, we have um, developed the right appreciation for cultural nuance. I think that we're sitting with white ECDs and white people running the biggest independence agencies in this country, and they put their hands in, the ears, in their ears and they carry on whistling and pretend that our industry has developed enough to spread and have a regional influence. I think it's time we got our own house in order from an awards show point of view and from a country point of view before we decide that we're going to have intercontinental ambitions, the mm-hmm. ambitions that Mr. Human and his crew have.
1: Has has Loury's uh, and of course I mean many of the names are are people you would obviously know intimately I would think right have they responded to you directly some of the names you've mentioned uh, Justin Gomes uh, uh, you mentioned Pepe Mered together with Andrew Yuman and maybe some others I may have missed I mean have they contacted you or spoken to you in terms of your of your tweets.
0: Yes, they have. Absolutely, they have. Um, Andrew Hyman has, has asked me why I am taking this stance, and I said I'm taking this stance on behalf of the creative people um, at, in, the con- in, in the country at the moment who don't seem to have a voice because they're working for the very people that are making these rules. Um, I, you know, I, th- I think that the members of the creative circle at this stage are bound to support the Lurie's as their organization, but I think that they should ask, start asking themselves serious questions. Um, about the Lurie Awards that Andrew Heumann is running at the moment, I really do.
1: And and did he did he buy your, your response? Did he buy into your response?
0: He didn't, you know. I mean, I you know I, I admit that I've I've said some personal things and used his name, and I said to him, you know, I apologise for that. Um, but I'm very heated about this. I'm very passionate about this. Um, and and you know I watch the industry back home at the at the moment with consternation. Because I think that we 're not moving forward as a country, and you know I come from an agency I come from Ogilvy where where we have pushed transformation to the top of our agenda over the last few years, and I feel that the Luries and the people that run the Luries have not done that. I think that they 're more concerned with with regional influence and inviting jury chairs from the middle east the Andrew human will confirm this that the Luries um, uh, sponsor precisely one student a year into the industry. So, so so they will take one disadvantaged student a year in the industry. That's what we get from the Lurries. That is their contribution to transformation in our industry. Andrew Levy, who's running the power of 50, is pushing 50 to 100 young black creators into the industry a year, and he's doing it on his own. So... I think, that, I think that Andrew Heumann will no doubt come after me and, 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 and um, stridently answer most of these questions, no doubt. He has a lot to answer for. A lot. And his
1: board. And, and, and that point about what, what you would call almost like a, an Andrew Heumann casting vote over all you know, gold and, and, and Grand Prix winners, right? Uh, you, you're not happy with it. I, do, do you go as far as saying that almost it becomes a type of fixed win because he can then impose himself never mind you've questioned his qualifications earlier on that that is incredibly unhealthy i mean are you saying that he's he can then fix results the way he wants it I'm to i'm
0: saying that if he sits down with a Lurie chairman it's quite possible for him to maneuver a situation where a lot of middle east work wins so it keeps those agencies coming back so it keeps the entry money flowing into his coffers i'm saying that's a possibility I'm not saying that's a reality, but I'm saying that's a possibility that I think we as an industry need to investigate. And if, I have a, if, if we have an agency which is Geometry Global in Dubai, which is in fact a WPP agency, it's one of my agencies, mm. where my friend phoned me and said, I can't believe it. I entered eight pieces of work into the Lurie's and all eight pieces won. I got 100% conversion rates. Now, Ashraf, I've been entering the Lurie's for 16 <laughs> years. I've never got 100% conversion rate. This is the first time he's ever
1: entered. Do you, do you therefore get the impression that in the, uh, in the shifting of the results, right, that there was an attempt made to uh, be as inclusive as possible for Middle Eastern entries, for them to win awards, which then would effectively invite more entries from them in the future, which makes it even more representative as a, as a, as a, as a global awards event?
0: I think so. You know, I think that that's absolutely a distinct possibility. I'm not saying that that's a reality because I have no proof that that's happened. But if you look at the results, it looks distinctly like there's a trend that that suggests that's happening. And a lot of people in the industry are calling that as well.
1: Mm. What would you like to to happen from this?
0: You know, I think that I would like to see uh, a Lurie's board that's slightly more representative I would like to see uh, Lurie's chairman that doesn't talk about the women in our industry as being birds, uh, which he's done recently. Which, by the way, if you were if you were a representative of an organisation in another country, you would get fired for. Um, I'd like to see a South African advertising industry and a Lurie Awards focused on their own voice and developing their own voice and developing transformation in this country, um, and satisfied with with the fact that we that the work that we are putting out into our own award ceremony is sufficiently excellent um, in the South African context um, that, they would, that, that after that we can ex- expand regionally. As I say, I don't mind, and I think that it's encouraging, that the Lurie Awards is making forays into Africa. I think that there's a general acknowledgement in the country that if you want to survive as a South African agency, you're going to have to have an African influence. Does that necessarily mean we need to award African creativity? I'm not sure. I think we should ask people in Nairobi. I, I'm sure Andrew Humann uh, has asked people in Nairobi because he spends a tremendous amount of time flying around the world convincing people to enter the Luris. And I think that that money would, at this stage would probably be better spent developing young creative people as part of some kind of Luris transformation agenda.
1: All right. And lastly, you, you made the point about many people have encouraged you to say what, you, what you've said, Right. Uh, are those yeah. voices anonymous or can you can give us a sense of who they are?
0: They are from all over the industry. I have journalists. I have senior clients, amongst them um, some of the sponsors from the Lurie Awards supporting me in this. There are junior creatives whose creative directors are on the board of the Luries or who are ECDs that are part of the creative circle that are too afraid to talk. So we're talking about an industry at the moment that's too afraid to talk about this because the senior people in the industry, a bunch of white men, quite frankly, um, are glossing over the issues with their fingers in the ears going la, 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 la.
1: What what do you think, you said what you wanted to happen, what do you think will happen?
0: Nothing. I think absolutely nothing will happen. And I think that Andrew Hillman and his Lurie's board will carry on doing what they were always doing because they say they have a mandate to do what they're doing. And you know what? They do. But I would strongly encourage them to listen and to evolve and to perhaps draw back into themselves and look at South African creativity because, you know, there's a lot of criticism. Everyone's saying we're not good enough yet. New Zealand has its own awards show. India has its own awards show. Australia has its own award show, and all of those award shows are dedicated to evolving and finding the specific cultural nuances of those markets and the voices of the creative people in that country. Arguably, I would say, we have not done that yet in this country. The Lurie's board and their chairman um, and their CEO, Andrew Human, is presuming that that's happened. Our house is in order. Let's expand let's go and look for work from other countries that we can include in our festival i would say the, Lur- the Lurie should refocus itself on south african creativity on the development of south african creatives until they feel that this industry is really robust and physically strong you know I- i'm reminded of people who say oh you know it's been 20 years since apartheid you know we got to we've got to move on guys mm-hmm. that's not correct it's not time to move on it's not time to develop up into the middle east It's time to take a good, hard look at ourselves and the creative people that we're trying to bring up through our industry and reward them, not copywriters from the Middle East.